everyone and welcome back to the Industry 5.0 Leaders Podcast, which is hosted by the Initiative Young Manufacturing Leaders and Chalmers University of Technology. This is the podcast for you that's interested in manufacturing, digitalization, skills, sustainability or the redesigning of supply chains, which are all buzzwords in this new era of manufacturing as we move towards Industry 5.0. Hi, my name is Mila. And my name is Emma. And this is the last episode for this season. And in this episode, we're going to be interviewing Jürgen Tedje, who's Head of Unit, Directorate General for Research and Innovation of the European Commission. We will also be summarizing this season of the podcast. Yeah, enjoy the interview. Yeah, hello, good evening. I'm happy to speak to you here. I'm standing here in Milano. My name is Jürgen Tietje. I'm Head of Unit, working for the European Commission, DG Research and Innovation. I got a very nice question. What are the biggest challenges for future production processes? Um, this is something where you cannot get a single answer. First, digitization. Digitization among small and medium-sized companies remains a big challenge. Uh, do not look only at big companies, look also at small companies since they're lagging behind. And if they're not, if they have to face a new challenges coming up, particularly supply chain management in the current, in the coming years, and they have not reached a certain digitization degree, it will be very difficult for them. The other challenge which I see more for the manufacturers is we have no longer discussions only with Friday for Future with the young people. The Green Deal is going to happen in the companies. You have to deal with renewable energy, with solar panels, no longer gas and oil, and this is coming massively in the next years. And how to implement this and how to get along with this will also require a completely different skill set for many people. So the last challenge is for production process, keep the talent and keep highly qualified people also for this. The young people have currently a big opportunity in the industry. Thank you for the interview. Yeah, thank you. And uh, what's so fitting about this interview and why it's so perfect to have it in the last episode is because he talks about the future challenges which so many of our interviews have touched upon. Yeah, exactly. He mentions the fact that new technologies are emerging, that Industry 4.0 has given industry and manufacturing lots to work with and lots to implement. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if implemented correctly, with, for example, the help of companies like the Irish Research Organization, which we've discussed, then companies, big or small, can and will thrive. And the operators on the shop floor of the factories then also have the possibility of becoming smarter operators, or Operators 4.0, which we discussed in the interview with David Romero. Yeah, but as mentioned in the first episode, Industry 5.0 complements the new technologies with its three pillars being human-centric, resilient, and sustainable. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you can see that industries and companies want to become more human-centric and it's interesting that they're really starting to put the workers more in the center of production that they're promoting talent diversity and empowerment for example diego andres pointed out and talked about how workers should be healthy and happy at work where industry is a very important part of, of that where people can really like uh, uh, really have uh, live well and live let's say healthy and be happy I think that's going to be very, yeah. very important. And I mean, mm. an industry can really have a strong impact in achieving that. Yeah, and we've also mentioned how industry should truly strive to diversify their teams, especially in leading positions, 
since studies show that diversity not only creates more profit within the company, but that it also becomes more resilient. And this is because the team with people of different genders, gender identity, age groups, ethnicity or religion, etc. can come up with more innovative ideas than a team without diversity. Yeah. But as Rhonda Barnett said in her interview, it's not just about checking a box. It's not just about saying, ah, we have uh, women here. No. <laughs> no, it's not enough to get women and young people there. But companies and leaders have to cultivate that and foster that to make sure that there's a right culture of diversity and innovation inside the organization so that you ensure that these people really enjoy their experience at work and that they're going to stay. Yeah, exactly. And it's also been mentioned several times that companies should become more resilient with flexible and adaptable technologies like additive manufacturing and 3D printing, which we delve deeper into. Um, and uh, how it's important for companies to be able to withstand the challenges of tomorrow and disruptions in the supply chains, etc. Yeah. And then last but certainly not least, the third pillar of Industry 5.0 focuses on sustainability and how we need to respect the boundaries of the planet. As Carolina Torregrosa-Gallo said, manufacturing companies, in- including the logistics, are responsible for nearly 42% of current carbon emissions and that we need to tackle climate change yeah and in the end it truly appears as though the shift towards industry 5.0 can not only happen with the help of for example big eu initiatives like eat manufacturing but that it also comes down to to the individual and that the individual has to keep these three pillars in mind as we move forward in our daily lives and when we tackle tomorrow's challenges yeah So to summarize, when we first joined the Young Manufacturing Leaders Network, we didn't know how much more we would learn about manufacturing and the future challenges and goals which manufacturing companies are tackling right now. Yeah, and being a part of YML has given us given us many opportunities, especially since the main event of YML was a part of the World Manufacturing Forum, which we were able to attend and where we heard a lot of interesting presentations and roundtables and where we also got to interview many interesting people for this podcast. Yeah, which you will got to listen to now. Yeah, yeah. And before joining the Young Manufacturing Leaders Initiative, we also didn't know that companies are looking for the talent and energy which the younger generations of workers can and will bring into manufacturing, which is something that a lot of people that we interviewed pointed out, that we need the younger generations to tackle future challenges and that they now have the new technology to help them. Yeah, as Marco Teich said about YML. The young people are the future, so we need to discuss about the future together. And as Andrew Lynch also said. And I mean, I know you've heard this in different ways, that young people are the future. Of course you are, because people like me are getting old, we're passing a bat on. And you've seen how important manufacturing is to the European economy. It's, you know, it's still the largest trading block on the planet. 80% of all of our exported goods off that trading block are manufactured. 16% of all people that are employed in Europe are directly in manufacturing plants. And we know that that is a huge impact right across uh, the entire European Union. As Valeria Tirelli also mentioned. And uh, you, are, you are so, I say, full of energy. And uh, you can change the way of doing the manufacturing 
in the conventional or in the industry and uh, don't be hesitated to promote new technology and when you are in the say industry industrial world uh, don't be scared because you are really the, the future of doing the things in a, a more sustainable way and as klaus bits added regarding manufacturing today yeah for the young leader it's, i just can say Manufacturing is no longer filthy, oily and noisy, which it was in the past. Manufacturing is really a very, very exciting domain to work with concrete things. And Rhonda Barnes' message about manufacturing? You get to think, you get to do, you get to build, you get to dream. Like It's, it's such an innovative space for young people to, to engage with. And lastly, the advice from David Romero about the future technologies and industry 5.0. Uh, the only advice is, remember, technology is nor good nor bad. It's how we decide to use it. And uh, we trust that you're going to use it in a wise way to achieve those uh, three pillars of the industry, of the upcoming industry 5.0. Um industry, which is, again, build your production systems human-centered to build them sustainably and build them to be resilient to face the, the challenges that are going to come because there's always challenges to face. That's all for now. Thank you for listening to this season of the Industry 5.0 Leaders Podcast. We hope to see you again in the future. Bye! Bye!